Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The biggest convention of its kind ever in the UK, Wrestling Media Con 2018 is heading to Manchester on the 8th and 9th of September. Wrestling Media Con 2018 will feature live wrestling shows from Revolution Pro and Impact Wrestling, meet and greet with all the talent, panel discussions from the likes of Inside the Ropes, and workshops on how to get into the world of professional wrestling from former WWE writers and bookers. There will also be guest matches from Defiant, NGW and an NWA World title defense by Nick Aldis taped for £10 of gold. Other names announced for Wrestling MediaCon 2018 include The Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer, Colt Cabana, Sean Waltman, Cultaholic, Botchamania, myself and Ollie from the Wrestle Ramble, and many more to be announced. Wrestling MediaCon comes to the Bowlers Exhibition Centre in Manchester, England on the 8th and 9th of September. Tickets are available now from WrestlingMediaCon.com. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Wrestle Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble Podcast. I'm Ollie Davis, I'm joined by Luke Owen, and today is a bonus episode for Backlash Predictions. So we're going to go right into that, and then afterwards we'll finally hear Luke's amazing, really well-researched anecdote that he promised us yesterday. He's told me it's going to knock you off your seats, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be the best anecdote you've ever heard. See you in a bit. (laughs) An event. I don't know if you've been made aware of. It's the best of both brands. Oh, it's the best of both brands. It's, it's the, the best, best of both brands. brands. And it started tonight. That song gets stuck in my what head a like song. no one's business. What a song. Not in Saudi Arabia. They don't like that song. They weren't keen on it. They weren't keen on the video accompanying They it. did not appreciate the, the genius of that promo. Mm. The single greatest promo to hype dual branded pay-per-views that has ever been produced. I mean, it's a, it's a slim pool to pick from, oh. but even if it was more diverse, 
this would still be far head, head and, and shoulders, shoulders above. Je- does those other promos have Jeff Hardy going, we want it all! And, and not even saying it, mouthing along to those lines. Yep, and does it have Carmella feigning dehydration? Oh. That was hilarious. Oh, so good. She just carried on afterwards. Nia Jax's moves. Yep. Which is like a oh. bit of that, and, isn't it? And we can do this quite easily because we've got the, the headphones on. This is going to be phenomenal. Like, stuff like that. Oh, oh anyway. The Usos fighting over them. Oh, it's just every shot in that is so good. Luke, this is where we lose viewers. <laughs> because we, we build it. Here's the prediction show. We're going to go through our predictions. And people are like, oh, I can't wait for this succinct rundown of <laughs> who Luke and Ollie think are going to win matches this weekend. And we just, we just start talking about the single greatest promo to hype dual-branded pay-per-views ever. Yeah, we, well, you know, it's just riffing, man. Mm. Sometimes you got to riff. I maybe we As should Ellison start. As John would say, every. What are you doing? Sorry. Maybe we should start every show with just a little tribute to <laughs> that brilliant <laughs> song. We haven't spoken about it for about a week and a half, I know. and I, it's just all that lovers come rushing back to me. Rushing back, mm. that's what she said. But anyway, should we go through this card? Okay. It's an eight-match card, so we're <laughs> recording this on a Wednesday. There might be a match announced for the pre-show, but I don't even know if there is a pre-show. There could be. Oh, I hope there isn't a pre-show. I'm sick of pre-shows. Well, if I remember correctly, didn't they say the new format of pay-per-views moving forward, now that they are these dual brands, the best of both brands, is that pay-per-views are now four hours long, and then like the big shows like um, Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series, those are five-hour shows with the like the hour-long kickoff. So is it just that these are just four-hour shows now? I don't know. Or is it going to be a three-hour show? The the the, the brand the the sole brand pay-per-views ran for about three hours that was kind of your max level there sometimes you know i think hell in a cell went two and two and two hours 40 minutes Mm. so sometimes they go less and they had between seven and eight matches so i'm hopeful that this will be a three-hour thing i just feel like all the pay-per-views have been astoundingly long recently and Mm. I'm, i'm looking forward to it coming out of the craziness of wrestlemania season and we can we can get back to three-hour shows. Well, let's see. I mean, I'm excited because this show is T to B, top to bottom, singles matches, and one tag match. Not only that, there's no gimmicks on this show, with the exception of one match. Yes. Uh, yeah, for after uh, WrestleMania and Fastlane and Elimination Chamber, it was six mans, four mans, triple threats. Any others? Um, Elimination Chamber matches. Elimination Chamber matches, It's yeah. just nice to just have a card. Royal Rumble? Just... <laughs> there were 50 people in the last one. We have had two Royal Rumble matches this year already. Um, 80 people. 80, 80 people have been yeah. thrown over the top rope. Well, 78 have been thrown over the top rope. But let's start at the bottom of the card. This was announced on Monday night. A match I didn't even know had been announced. And I thought Ollie Davis was taking the piss when he told me it was actually on the card. It's Brawny the Strowman and Bobby Lashley taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Which of those taking notes at home was on Raw two weeks ago. Yes, I mean, well, that's that's the intrigue, right? Because <laughs> Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman have now beaten Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn two weeks ago. On this week's six-man tag, Braun Strowman pinned Kevin Owens. This is this is the time <laughs> that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn get their own back. What a what a build! What a tremendous way to make you excited about the heels finally overcoming the baby faces. Yeah. Uh, what's your thoughts on this match? Apart, you know, well, who's coming out on top, rather? I think it's uh, as much as I love Owens and Zayn, and as much as they desperately need a win, moving to another brand, it's got to be Strowman. The business is not even Bobby Lashley. Braun, Braun Strowman needs to win this match. 
uh, and I understand the arguments for everyone else and that they need their own kind of momentum, but Braun Strowman is money. He's the biggest star in the company really right now. He's the one that needs to be protected the most because he's the one down the line who's going to have the most return on investment. At the moment, it looks like that way. So I'm, I'm going to quite confidently say Strowman and Lashley. I am also saying the same thing. Uh, I, I just don't see Owens and Zayn pulling out a win here. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not as much as they, as you said, they do could do with a win because they haven't done anything since coming to Raw or SmackDown other than be beaten up by either Braun Strowman or Bobby Lashley and in some cases at the same time. But yeah, it's I think it's more likely that Braun and Bobby are winning here. And hopefully... Uh, Lashley gets to do something after this, like a proper feud rather than just mm-hmm. a tag team partner. Next up, we've got Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass in a grudge singles match. Grudgish singles yeah, match, grudge-ish. yeah. Grudgish. Well, I think this has turned into yeah. quite a nice little blood feud. Not blood, it's turned into a feud. It has turned into a feud. Which is I, what yeah. you would hope for in a wrestling match. I'm, I'm intrigued by this. It's going to be Cass's first match back since injury, and it's going to be Daniel Bryan's first singles match on pay-per-view since his return from injury. So this is why we keep saying that it's probably not the best use of your Daniel Bryan. However, I think this might actually end up being pretty good. Um, and I am going with a big cast win. Whoa, really? Well, I think that they are delaying the Brian Miz ah, feud until SummerSlam okay. because that seems like a bigger match to have than just having it at Money in the Bank. So maybe you get the big cast win here, and so you can have Brian overcome him at a later date before moving on to the the Miz feud. Oh God, that sounds unappealing. Uh, so, so you wouldn't even have? But uh, would you book it uh, dirty so Miz could help? Cass yeah, win? or like if, if Cass just cheats on his own, like I, he doesn't need Miz to to have him win. He could just win, you know, a, a hook of the tights or something like that. That you could just tell the story that Daniel Bryan is out wrestling him, he's out maneuvering him, and because the whole story has been that Big Cass is tall and that's his thing, and Daniel Bryan isn't good because he is short. So you tell this sort of David and Goliath story, but Cass still needs to cheat to beat Daniel Bryan, and then he can go like, "Told you I was better than him." God, Big Cass should be wrestling Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy would lose nothing if Big Cass beat him, like titles mm-hmm. aside and everything. But why would you book Daniel Bryan and Big Cass? Like two people. Yeah. Big Cass needs a win. He's just come back. He's got a new character. It's This is good for him. Daniel Bryan, you don't want to beat him. You don't want to derail this momentum now. He's just come back after three years out. People want to see him win. Uh, I. But, if you, but my, my argument is that you will see him win. It's just if this is the first chapter of a feud, because it doesn't feel like this is just like you know a short-term thing. I think I think they're going to elongate this until you, and to, just to delay the Miz feud even further. So I just to be clear, this is what you think WWE's mindset is, not what you want. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, very much. A de- I think, and, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't want Daniel Bryan to lose. Oh, I think that would be an idiotic God. thing to do. But and I'm hopeful that Daniel Bryan does win. But I do think that this is a feud that is going to continue. So therefore, I'm going for a big Cass oh, win here. It's it's not cut and dry. So you're going Cass. I'm going Cass. I, SmackDown has built faith in me in three weeks. <clears throat> it's not the longest mm. track record, but it is one of positivity. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Daniel Bryan. I'm, just, I'm gonna go with my heart. That, and I think, do you know what? And you going with your heart has actually often led you to better results than I have with potential like logic. Because that's the other thing as well is that big Cass losing here, that, that hurts his character. And it kind of destroys his character that we just we've only been building for these last couple of weeks. If he just gets beaten in his first attempt, then it just like that. Wh- where does he go from there? Like it, so yes. like, like, but Daniel Bryan will always be over. 
So it won't overly hurt anyone, particularly if Cass cheats to win. I get you. I, I yeah, I, I do agree. I just I'm looking at this from a. I'm hoping WWE are looking at this from a money-making perspective, especially they've got Samoa Joe and AJ. Sorry, Samoa Joe and Shinsuke Nakamura on SmackDown. Those are your two top heels. Mm-hmm. Uh, do do you really need a big cast in there, or do you make this other baby face along with AJ as Daniel Bryan? But again, as I come back to the argument, or well, not an argument, that discussion we had the other week: is this big cast going into the main event, or is it Daniel Bryan going down into the mid cast? Okay, the Wrestle Ramble will be right back after these short messages. This episode of Wrestle Ramble is brought to you in part by Patreon. For just $5 a month, you can get access to our Patreon exclusive podcast, Wrestle Ramble Extra, where Ollie and I review classic pay per views from wrestling's past. Previous episodes include Money in the Bank 2011, Armageddon 2000, Wrestle Kingdom 10, WrestleMania 25, and more. The next episode continues the WrestleMania theme with arguably the best Mania ever, WrestleMania X7, featuring the epic main event of The Rock vs Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WWF Championship. It also has the Triple H vs Undertaker match you're supposed to forget happened, and the gimmick Battle Royal! Your backing will get you access to all previous episodes too. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash wrestletalk for more information. That's patreon.com forward slash Wrestle Talk. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe. Uh, I went first. You're up. This is an interesting one because likewise, Samoa Joe's been really, really good. So usually in a feud, if the heel keeps calling out the baby face for unfulfilling their promises, the way you would book that logically is for the babyface to then make good on a promise and defeat the heel and show the heel as really the one who can't def- uh, fulfill promises so it, it's it's a roman reigns win for me i'm afraid uh yeah which is but how great would it be if joe won so well, i'm going with my head rather than my heart so here. you're going for a roman reigns win yes. here. so i i like you think this is a very interesting one in that you are right the storyline has been that the heel is saying that to the baby face is wrong so in storyline logic the the baby face should overcome this heel and therefore win however samoa joe has just set himself up as the next number one the next contender to the wwe championship so you don't want him losing on pay-per-view this is joe's first pay-per-view match back since his injury yeah of course it's his first pay-per-view match of 2018 we're not counting grrr as a pay-per-view match oh yeah oh yes yes absolutely yeah you know but okay his first singles match uh, yeah so you don't really want joe winning either so i actually wonder whether you go to a almost like a note like i wonder if if referee chad Patton is going to be the referee again (laughs) and he makes another blunderous call and Roman Reigns then has that so he can go into Raw again and be like, look, that's another bad call here. And you could turn that into the storyline that Roman is getting screwed out of these wins. So I'm actually going to go the opposite of you. I'm, oh, I don't know if I'm going to go for a Samoa Joe win or do I go for like a DQ mm, or a double DQ? DQ. A DQ this is could one work. of two interbrand matches. Yeah. So this is Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah, can I go for... I'm going to go for Roman Reigns wins... No, I'm going for... Oh, it's tense. It's not really that tense. I'm going for a double DQ. Double DQ? That is risky. It is risky. It, disky? it is risky. That is disky. It is disky. Carmella versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, I went first last time. Uh, Carmella retains. Yeah, I think Carmella retains too. Too early to take it off her. And, the act uh, is too good at the moment. Yeah, and she should win by cheating. And oh, then 100%. She can, then she can carry on this thing like, I've done it all by myself. I mean, I guess the way you would further that is Iconic's interference. Yeah, I mean, I would actually just go straight for a Carmella. Um, yeah, um, actually, yeah, Iconic's interference certainly works. But you, you, don't, you, you, do- don't, you don't want to do too many, like cause I've just said that Big Cass could win by cheating. Mm. You don't want to do too many heels winning by cheating. So I, just, I think that just devalues the, you know, if you do it more than once, it really does devalue the, the finish. Yeah. Uh, there's You also don't want the Iconics to just become Carmella's lackeys. lackeys. Exactly. Although, you know, watching WrestleMania X7, Kurt Angle and Edge and Christian, that was a good little trio they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss singles match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. I think Nia Jax retains here. As do I. Yes, because uh, again, you can't have Alexa Bliss doing these fake bullying stories 
Uh, and uh, Bliss's run with the title is... Like, that's finished now. Should, should be for a while as well. This is a chance to build up someone else. And after that Nia Jax run the Rousey stare down... That's uh Do you want to do it that soon? No, no, no. I mean you build to it eventually. Oh, okay. Because Rousey's got to, I assume, go through Mickey James and then Natalia. Mm-hmm. Seems that to be the route for her. Nia Jax can maybe face Ember Moon for a bit. I see Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey as a SummerSlam match, with Rousey going over mm-hmm. and Rousey holds that belt until maybe a champion versus champion, Charlotte versus Rousey. At WrestleMania. at WrestleMania next year. Yeah, um, I could certainly see that. I was actually about to ask you who you think that Nia Jax's next challenger could be, because that's one of the things I think that Raw hasn't done particularly well in its women's division. It hasn't built up who is going to be next after Alexa, like who's next in line, because of their other heels, it is Mickey, and I don't know if they have any other heels on the on the SmackDown women's side of things. Natalia soon. And, and you, yeah. can, you can play like Babyface Ember coming up against Nia. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, have to be. Doesn't a have heel to be a heel, but even but even then, yeah, I don't think like it certainly isn't Sasha. It certainly isn't Bailey. Sasha Bailey again isn't on this card. I forgot they were contracted to WWE. <laughs> like, yeah, they, wow! Like they, everyone thought that feud was going to like culminate at WrestleMania, or they were going to have a match at WrestleMania, and mm. they're like, oh, if it's not happening at WrestleMania, it's going to happen at Backlash. Near our Backlash, it still isn't happening. It's going to be it's going to be the longest feud ever to ever like lead to a, a match. No, actually, oh no, they had that Goldust R Truth one that built for ages mm. as well. Um, yeah, I, I I could certainly see Ember Moon. Also, on your thing, I wonder if they're going to do Rousey Natalia at SummerSlam, and then do like Rousey winning the championship at Survivor oh, Series. Could do that as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton for the United States title. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, Smith go first, isn't it? I am going for a Jeffrey Hardy retention. A Jeffrey Re Hardy retention. Yes. Yeah. Same here. I mean, there's not much. To say about this feud, it's been based on interrupting each other's entrances slightly. Mm-hmm. And as they said on this week's Ms. TV segment, mutual mutual agreement. That's the big go-home angle, which I personally enjoyed. It's just a uh, th- th- interesting stat. Mm. So this is, uh, the, well, on this week's SmackDown, this was the first tag match Jeff and Randy Orton have ever been in on the same team in their, you know, 40 decades mm-hmm. of combined wrestling. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it doesn't tie into the match at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm so glad you brought it up, though. I'm not, you know, now I've said it, <laughs> I'm not even 100% sure that was the fact. Do you know what? Someone will correct you. Yeah. No, th- th- but people just take it as granted, don't they, when you say things? They don't go out and check stuff. Seth Rollins versus The Miz for the other mid-card title. This is the other SmackDown versus Raw interbrand match. It's for the Intercontinental title. Seth and Miz, me first. Yes, you're right. It's got to be a Seth retention. Got to be a Seth retention, yeah, right? Just, the United States title, IC title, wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is very much a Seth Rollins uh, retention here to carry on to his feud with with, uh, with Balor. Mm. Particularly if Balor does uh, turn heel. Yeah, maybe Balor runs in here and costs Rollins the match. It's also uh, that, like I you could do love see a, you do love a run in and custom well, match, run in the mania. If I was booking this, <laughs> Vince Russo low blows, <laughs> ladder matches, and brass nuts. That's me. Uh, I yeah. If it was both mid card titles going to Raw, 
I could almost see that happening. So the Intercontinental title and the United States title to Raw because Brock isn't around a lot with the Universal title. It's a three-hour show, but there's no way they're putting the US and the IC belts on the two-hour SmackDown. Yeah. You would gut Raw of its one title, one men's singles title that's around. Yeah. Uh, but I guess they could always create the New York title or yeah. insert... The Madison Geographical Square Garden Championship. The Bruno Sammartino Memorial Belt. Yes, there you go. And what I think and should be the main event... Oh, this 100% will be the main event. Given that Reigns and Joe doesn't have a title attached to it. AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura in a... No! no disqualification match for the WWE title. I am really looking forward to this bout. I know you said you weren't because we saw it at Greatest Royal Rumble. But I thought that was a nice match to set up a match. Yes, I, and I completely agree with you. And I've actually really enjoyed the build uh, to this match. And I think that this is going to be the match that people might have been expecting at WrestleMania. Because I think this is the blow-off to their feud. I think this is the the end of... I, I'm almost... I'm going to put some... Uh, some um, I'm going to put money on the line. You're going to put money? I said I'm not going to put money on the line. However, I'm going to make a another prediction. Our, chem- our title... For the backlash pay per view when we do the Wrestle Ramble, is what next for Shinsuke Nakamura? Without the title, because I think AJ is retaining. So the with, the one, okay with the booking I gave you the other week, where he goes to do the phenomenal ball arm, and AJ is wearing a metal cup, and that leads to the finish. It is almost too obvious that they haven't already introduced a cup. Or talked about it. Maybe Corey Graves made a joke. Yeah, I could see that happening because when they go completely quiet on something that's very obvious, it is usually because they're going to do a swerve reveal of it later on. I don't know, man. There's a lot of... So all the matches we've listed, none of them we've had as title changes. I have read on a few rumours that there are no title changes expected for the show. But I, I also think Nakamura is absolute fire right now. He is a fire emoji right now. But, like, the other thing as well is that you and I, we we convinced ourselves that something big was going to happen at Greatest Royal Rumble. Like, we we completely worked ourselves into thinking there was going to be title changes, at, you know, out the wazoo. I certainly did. Yeah, and and I, in the end, I was like, I, I just, I gave some predictions. Like, at the Intercontinental Championship match, I was like, oh, Finn wins, you know, just because we think there might be some title changes because we thought something might actually happen on the show. And I think the backlash is going to be the same thing. I don't think there's going to be a massive amount of, like, real, like, earth-shattering changes within this show. I think it will be a very good show, though, wrestling-wise, across the board. I think it should be a very strong show. But I don't think we're going to see any big title changes. This does mean as well that Shinsuke Nakamura has failed to win the WWE Championship in every single time he's attempted, mm. which I'm almost certain is, is upwards in the 20s by now, with all those Jinder Mahal matches he had last year. But it's I think AJ is retaining here, particularly if he's going to be moving into a program with Samoa Joe, which they sort of set up on SmackDown. Or, yeah, God, it is tough. Uh, and how does the no DQ stipulation play into it as well? Okay, can I do an addendum to my end, to my finish? Yeah. Uh, Shinsuke goes to do the the low blow. AJ does sell it, but then he stands up. He reveals the metal cup. Kick to the dick. He low blows him. He gets the low blow himself and either gets the pin off that or maybe the Styles Clash or the Phenomenal Forearm. And uh, and gets the wins, and that's how you do. The, that's how you tie the no DQ element into it. It's a testament to SmackDown's booking that I 
really don't know who's going to win and there are multiple ways it could go and I would be happy with most of those outcomes. 100%. So I'm also, you've convinced me, I'm also going to go for AJ Styles. So we only, I, ap- I apologise if I'm wrong. We only differ on Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe and Brian and Big Cass. So it could still end up as a draw. Could what do. are the stakes <clears throat> of the predictions? Well, I guess we'll find out. Oh, this is going to blow your tiny little mind, uh, I'm afraid. Um, just so uh, we can clarify, I actually haven't said that it was going to be an earth-shattering... Um, Luke, bit stop, of- it, stop being so humble. <laughs> stop being... You You told me this is the just the, the most incredible thing you've ever heard. You can't wait to share it with the SWAF nation. Should we, should we help build their anticipation further by me telling them about a double deep-fried pizza in the meantime? Yes, well, why not? Because then they can get more excited <laughs> get for, more... for what you're going to say. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Oh, I'm 100%. Because I gave a fact about sleep, listeners, and Luke, you know, said he could go one better with oh, another fact. And I, I can definitely go one better, at least in my world, which I think, because I think it is more interesting. Okay, so I've got a video here, because we were talking about pizza in yesterday's episode. Did you just Google pizza then? No, it just came up. It just that the universe gave it to me. You see, next to it, associated articles... That is a dress a lady's wearing that looks like a whole pizza when you lay down. Cool. That's my kind of woman. Okay, so this is... Well, now uh, your lady partner knows what she's getting for her birthday. <laughs> a, uh, so, first, they bread and deep fry a whole pizza in slices. Then they add another layer of cheese, sauce and pepperoni to those slices and bread and deep fry them again. Crikey. And then they estimate each slice... So each slice of this pizza, not the whole pizza, each slice of the pizza is 825 calories. That is the calorific value of a normal entire pizza. That is it is quite impressive. Um, I mean, it's certainly not helping the fact that uh, we are kind of a bit hungry at the moment because we haven't had lunch yet. To peel back the curtain a little bit, uh, Swaff Nation and Pod Swafters and everything in between. Um, you heard the podcast yesterday. We have literally only just finished recording that podcast. We went out, edited the video and podcast version, and now we're recording this. So it's actually only about half an hour has passed since we last spoke to you, but it's been a whole day, whatever. But anyway, So we haven't actually had lunch. But this looks like it is, and I'm quite hungry. This looks incredible, though. Thank you for that much-needed time disclaimer, Luke. Well, it's because you were like finding what you wanted to find in the video. We don't want to Google things live on air. That's for Patreon backers. Okay, so just we're going to just watch this video. So this lady has... Good grief, look at the cheese that's spilling out. <laughs> and she's taken a bite. Oh, the cheese is still in her mouth, and it's... St- oh, my God. That looks weighty. Like well, I was going to say, yeah, you could certainly put <coughs> that as a uh, as a doorstop. Yeah. Oh, and this guy's got a T-shirt that is the Diet Coke logo, but it says Diet Joke. That's hilarious. That's the sort of T-shirt I would have bought as a teenager on holiday in Costa del Sol. Oh, I see. I was going to say I would have bought as a teenager at Reading Festival. I used to have a a T-shirt with the Adidas logo, but each Adidas leaf was was a sort of green leaf, and beneath it, it said Addicted. I did not even know what cannabis was back then, <laughs> but I still thought that was the coolest thing ever. I had a one which had the old Burger King logo on it, but it said Beer King. Oh, <laughs> oh, lads, lads, bants, lads. Was such banter, banter T-shirts. Bants lash. Oh, it was. It so, was so all over banter. Anecdote time after we've we've had that brief 
double yeah. deep fried pizza. So uh, basically, the other, the other reason why I wanted to give that sort of time lapse um, clarification is because you asked me to go away and research a fact, and then we I haven't listened to a podcast <laughs> since we recorded the other one. So I've had to just kind of remember something that I've heard on one of the podcasts I've listened to. This has been built up well. On an episode of Talking Simpsons, mm. I learned quite recently. Do you know who the original person was who was going to shoot Mr. Burns? In the classic two-parter episode, Who Shot Mr. <coughs> Burns? So the, the reveal was... Uh, Spoilers. Maggie. It was Maggie Simpson that uh, shot Mr. Burns. Uh, but they, they were, the writers of that episode had a, a bigger plan that they wanted to, to do with it. Essentially to write a character out of the series. Wow, so this is, this is quite interesting from a, a wrestling booking what could have been perspective. Looking at from a feud I, like stance, mm. Smithers... No, it was not Smithers. Okay. No, uh, it was actually Barney. They were Whoa. going to have uh, Barney shoot him and literally go to jail. They were going to do like a trial and have him go to prison as a way to write him out of the show for a bit and then bring him back as like a bit of a rehabilitated character. Uh, that was the plan. But uh, Matt Groening was the one who put the kibosh on this because he said, no, the show is called The Simpsons. It needs to be one of The Simpsons. <laughs> and the McMahon family, damn it. Exactly. And But the, the way they argue this is like, well, essentially it wrote us into a corner because you can't have it be one of the parents uh. because then they would have to go to prison. And you can't have it be one of the... You can't have it Bart or Lisa either because they would have had to morally make that choice, which then, like, what do you do with that character then? So the only option they had was to do it as Maggie... And it was more or less an accident. And that's why in the... Um, do you remember the, the 238th episode Spectacular when they did the clip show? And it was like hosted by Troy McClure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a joke in that where it's like, everyone was wondering who shot Mr. Burns. And it turned out it was the baby. <laughs> and he just like, was <laughs> the cop. That was them making fun of the fact that they thought the ending of it was rubbish because it wasn't the ending they originally wanted to do. Whoa. Who would have thought there's all these kind of wrestling backstage gossipy things for TV shows, movies, comics, probably? Com- oh, Everything. absolutely, yeah. So we should I, make a channel about I, that. I, I cannot recommend Talking Simpsons enough as a podcast. If you like like that era of Simpsons, because they're currently in episode uh, season seven at the moment. So if you like that era of Simpsons, they go... like Each episode is about an hour and a half you know, for a 20-minute show, because they go in depth on like you know lines of dialogue the pop culture references that they make and kind of explains sort of the time period that it was it was aired in. it's a really really well researched and in-depth show which sounds a lot like something we do for our pledge hammers luke uh, it, it does you're right it does once a month which is out hopefully today oh, damn i put a time frame on it again I'm, I'm almost certain i'll have had it done by today wrestle ramble extra folks it is a patreon exclusive podcast if you go over there and donate five dollars a month or more you will get access to wrestle ramble extra which this month is us reviewing wrestlemania x7 mm-hmm. which we've had a, a whale of a time haven't we just recording. yeah mainly I... mainly again reassessing the state of women's fake breasts <laughs> from the late 90s slash early noughties uh, yes very much so because it is a, a stacked old card um including the gimmick battle royal and um the, the triple threat hardcore match which are the two matches you really do want to look out TLC for TLC2 <laughs> Rock Austin 
Hunter uh, Ivory uh, China <laughs> Triple H Undertaker in the match that you were meant to forget happens uh, oh, there's all sorts of stuff and it's, it's quite a limb depth episode but not only that you do get access to all of our previous Wrestle Ramble extra episodes including our four hour review of Wrestlemania 25 including Armageddon 2000 No Way Out 2004 Halloween Havoc 98 Wrestle Kingdom 10 featuring AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura which is going to happen at Backlash someone actually noted on the uh, the, uh, the Wrestling Observer boards was just like Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles is happening on pay-per-view in a few days time and I don't think I care how did that happen well I, I think that's that's a, a wrestling observer board isn't it post just, isn't, isn't it just <laughs> it's not in Tokyo Dome is it no. or, or Jeddah <laughs> but we will see you if you are stingy and don't 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 donate to us we will see you in a couple of days for our Saturday episode no we yeah. Oh yeah, they'll still yeah, be. Oh, we've got so much still That's to record. How we do things now. I just thought because we're recording this today, I was like, we don't have to record a Wrestle Ramble tomorrow. But no. yep, no, you're absolutely right. We do have a mailbag episode of Wrestle Ramble to record. So on a yes, actually, if you want to get involved with that, pledge away. Mm. That might not be in time. It won't be in it, time, it might not but be you in time. will get Wrestle Ramble Extra. Yeah, but anyway, pledge, go on to Patreon. You can uh, send in questions to the mailbag. That's the point I was going to make. Uh, but we'll see you on Saturday, and then we'll see you again on Monday for the excuse me, Backlash review. Until then, I love you. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.